You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. When my brother was first diagnosed with diabetes, and I sat down with him and he looked at the gigantic pile of meds that he would have to take and all the stuff he would have to stab himself with to make sure that his blood sugar level was even. He just kind of, he just looked really distressed about it, but then eventually came to the conclusion, you know, diabetes at worst could kill me, make me blind, but it's definitely a first world problem because the issue is the American diet filled with sugar and disgusting crap is what puts us in this situation. It's very much a first world issue. The fact that you can have food so rich with sugar that people start getting overweight and other weird health issues just because they're eating this disgusting food and you get this random disease from it that he decided, my brother decided, to control with just eating a heck of a lot better without all these chemicals and sugar and everything. Which is not exactly easy when you have two young boys that you're homeschooling and you're trying to work and of course they don't want to eat all this healthy crap. But my brother decided he was going to actually work on the cause, which is the diet issue, as opposed to just focusing on the symptoms and having to stab himself with a friggin' needle all the time. The point I'm making with that story we're about to get into. It's treating the symptoms, but not the actual problem or the root cause. Welcome to Lesbertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Shang. Throw on your flannel, rent your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. All right, we've gone from pandemic to rioting and looting. Isn't that exciting? Not really. And we hear the name George Floyd everywhere right now, who at this point seems to have ceased being a human being and has become a symbol for people to either virtue signal or it's just a name we see everywhere. He's stopped being a person. People have stopped caring about the family. Now it's all political, and that's always been the problem, is everything is political. Now, as soon as we see a white cop who kills a black person, it immediately, especially from the media, they will start the narrative that it was a white man who was racially motivated to kill a black man. And that stuff sells. It sells hard. If it bleeds, it leads, and the media... They've got to try to stay relevant, and they've gotten so much control and ability to say whatever they would like without fear of retribution, to the point where the left and the right don't really need to do a ton because the media is going to paint a story one way or another, and they're going to be the ones who want to have a narrative that everybody is focused on. Of course, what makes it more relevant is the more people believe that believe you and listen to you, the better you are at profiting or surviving. And of course, if one side, we're talking Fox and CNN as the major politically driven media outlets, 
they're going to have a different narrative because they're going to want to sound incredibly different than the other side. They don't want to be anywhere near the same and they at this point don't want to have anything in common. They're going to be the opposites and people are just going to listen to them. And expecting people who have spent their entire lives listening to media to suddenly become libertarian because we start screaming that this is not about racism is yet another pipe dream. We all know it's not about racism. I definitely know it's not about racism. Cops have been around killing a bunch of people. That's my concern, is how do we get to a point where cops can kill anybody at all? I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, it doesn't matter. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's where the focus needs to be. But the media knows darn well that the best way to tell this story, and the government knows the best way to incite the kind of social wars that they want is to use race. And people have bought into that. And we all under- we understand that. Liberty-leaning people will understand that. But I feel like libertarians suffer from... We suffer from knowing which way things should be and which we want them to be. But that's not how things are. So we start treating things like, okay, guys, you should know better. This is not... We know darn well that these... if. If it was the case that people just listened to logic and facts, we wouldn't be in this situation. We wouldn't have these two parties because we would have realized a long time ago, as the whole of U.S., that these people lie to us. And it's a shame to have to say that logic and facts do not work. Why? Because it's the point of nobody seems to have really caught on in the fact that you could actually use emotional arguments that are fact-based. It's like there's one or the other, and even in a libertarian community, it's like we still have that that left-right, Republican-Democrat dichotomy going on, even amongst libertarians, and not even just the libertarian party. I'm just talking about libertarians, little L libertarians, still have that issue where it's one or the other. It's just like I either have a brain or I have a heart. I don't have both. And I know I talk about this a lot, but this is because I see this a lot. If you start losing your humanity, what's the point of humans, really? And if you start using, losing your ability to use your brain to problem-solve and figure things out and understand things, then how are we planning to survive if all we're doing is running around like chickens with our heads cut off? I've been sitting with a group of libertarians, a small group, that we've decided, you know... Maybe fighting and screeching back and forth about is this racism, is it not, is the wrong tactic. Especially because the media thinks this is perfect. It's the Leesburg grid of everything. I've talked about it before where your opponent, you put their strengths and weaknesses in one box and your strengths and weaknesses in another box. And you can go back and forth looking at your partner's strengths and going, okay, their strength is. And in my case, when I was running for office, and this was unfortunate, but it was a political move, and it was especially a political move to get the Democrats on my side, which actually did work, was to say, well, this man, he's a white guy that is supposed to be supporting constituents that he has nothing in common with. He's a rich white guy. The rest of us in this district are poor minorities, also with poor white people. Some There's a lot of poor white people that don't want to vote for a rich white guy either. But you use stuff like that because people are looking for, okay, what, what, what do I have in common with this person? What do I not have in common? Which one of these candidates seems like they're more like me or will do best for me? 
And so the media knows exactly what they're doing. Race is a very, very divisive topic. And people are saying it shouldn't be anymore. Of course it shouldn't be. Duh. Okay, thanks a lot for pointing out the obvious. Of course it shouldn't be a problem. Great, Einstein. But it still is. And why is it still an issue? It's because the media and government know how to use that to their advantage. So continuing to scream back and forth about this is racism, this isn't racism, is not going to work. We're feeding right in that narrative. They want us to go ahead and say something like this is not about racism so that the people on the other side can point out, well, you must only care about property and you don't care about people. Knowing damn well that we can care about property and people all at the same time. It's not one or the other. But they've taught these people via Fox and CNN to think one way. You're either about the people or you're about property. You can't be both. So why are we trying to bullheadedly fight this stupid narrative when the narrative is not the problem? That This is just a symptom of the cause. This is part of it. So what is the root cause? What's causing this? Obviously, government and media. Government has a way of being able to control media to get their message out. And we don't want people, if we're the government, we don't want people uniting and realizing that, hey, maybe we don't have this all figured out. We don't want them to realize that they have power, that citizens can do anything. So what did they do for several months? Lock us in our homes over this stupid crap and we're all either fighting against wearing masks or wearing masks like idiots. And then we get this uprising and governments already freaking out about this. They're going to, but they're of course using their power to try to give us curfews to make us stay inside, trying to use that power, trying to control us. They don't want that control to be lost, but at the same time, they don't want us banding together either. Because what's going to happen if all of the citizens of the U.S. decide they want to get start packing some heat and they want to go to the White House, they want to go to these police stations, burn that crap down and tell all the politicians, no, you're not it. You're not for the people. They do not want that. And the best way to separate us, of course, is to talk about race. And constantly saying that this is not about race actually helps their argument because then we're making the focus about race again. I wouldn't even bother with talking about race at all because that just gives validity to it. It's a stupid argument and shouldn't be used. This is about the fact that the federal government has allowed all of these policemen and women to have so much power that they can lord it over people by just using their knee to asphyxiate anybody. And I know everybody's like, oh, the autopsy came out. Not the point for me. The point for me is that these cops are able to do that. They're able to kill black people. They're able to kill white people, Asians, Mexicans, anybody, you name it. Because all, and they, all I have to do is go, well, they resisted arrest. Okay. But was your arrest just? But that's not the, that's not the point. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, maybe they shouldn't have been resisting arrest. What, what the heck is resisting arrest? When you're trampling all over our Fourth Amendment rights, you can just do whatever you like. That's the problem, is that they have way too much power. It's not about race, of course. And by the time I'm done with this podcast, and probably a voluntary vixen podcast, I am done talking about race because I am done giving that narrative any legs because we're going to continue fueling that fire if we bother with that dumb crap, especially on 
Blackout Tuesday where everybody's all over Instagram just posting out black backgrounds for everything. I'm th just thinking, thanks guys, I'm glad you're telling us you're going to be silent by telling us that you're being silent. You can't just be silent and just let that be. Continue virtual signaling, oh, signaling all over the place, apparently. That's going to do something. No, that's stupid. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to help. Neither is screeching about race because that's not going to help. You're just fueling the narrative even more. So both sides don't even try to act like everybody just on one side has all the sense because I just see a bunch of craziness on both sides that's not helping. We need to sit down and for some of these people, they're actually willing to listen. There's unrest all over the place. And instead of going, hey, you know, I understand, but it's not about the fact that he was black. Nope, not wasting my time with that. I'm going to sit there and talk to these people that don't believe the same thing as me because I, there's one thing I know that we agree on right now. What is going on right now is not it. This is not where we need to be. This is not freedom. This is not okay. That's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to tell them that, hey, I don't appreciate the cops for killing this black man. I don't think they should be able to kill anybody because this... How how are how do they have this power? We're going to have to figure that out. And once we look to the fact that it's the media and the government and these people sitting in Washington just eating it up, that citizens are just attacking each other and just doing their job for them, those are the people we need to go after. Those are the people who have given all these police officers the power, the power that allows them to just put their knee on somebody's neck until they're dead. Those are the people I'm going after. You want to go after them with me? Because they shouldn't be able to kill your community. They shouldn't be able to kill my community. They should not be able to kill anybody at all. They should not have this power. And that's where we need to be focused. That's what I'm talking about. And that is how I am trying to get more people on the Liberty side. Because in the end, that's the problem. Those are the people with the power. Go after the people with the power. Stop fighting each other with these stupid arguments. And let's get busy.